punky peeps welcome to another episode of punky power an unofficial punky brewster podcast i'm your host angela bowen and i just like to say to start off welcome to spring we are no longer in winter that is over i mean i can't say for sure that we're not gonna get any snow any more snow which well i hope we don't i'm kind of thrilled with it I don't know who else agrees with me, but I am definitely over and done with the snow. Okay, well, today's episode is going to be a little different. This is actually going to be a mini episode. Uh, Punky Brewster, the show, actually had some episodes that, due to football games, the episodes would run a little late. So instead of just, you know, canceling the episodes for the week, they decided to just make little short ones that are only about 11 to 12 minutes long. So it's going to be season one, episode four. This is going to be, for me, it's going to be part one because they are two episodes, but I'm doing one today and then I'll release one later in the week. And then the following week, there's going to be two more mini episodes, which I will release those both separately as well. Um, I also will not be doing an episode question of the week until we get back to the regular 22-minute long episodes, so. But I will be answering last week's question of the week from Punky Finds a Home Part 3. The question was, what is Mary's doll? What is the name of Mary's doll? Now, I didn't get any takers, so I'm just going to give you the answer. And the answer is, Mary's doll's name is Gretchen, which I did say in the podcast, so that was kind of a little hint. Um... The episode questions of the week are, those won't return until I get to, I think it's episode six, where, um, the the baseball game episode, so I will get back into those then. Um, if you guys like the episode questions of the week, you know, if you want me to keep them around, you know, let me know in the comments if you do. If you don't want me to do them anymore, then just give me a shout out and let me know and I won't, so... Also, um, during the podcast, I will start to do episode synopsis to let you know briefly what the episode that I'll be reviewing will be about. Now, to start out, Punky and her friends convert Henry's study, his study room, which is kind of like a den. They turn that into her bedroom, of course. I'm getting this synopsis from IMDb, and it says that they convert Henry's study room into her bedroom without asking him first, which is not true. She does ask him at the beginning of the episode, and he does, you know, agree that that's fine. But, all right, on to some Punky Brewster trivia. Because the show had so had many young viewers and was scheduled after football games, which tended to run overtime, six 15-minute episodes were produced. This was done rather than joining a full-length episode in progress because that would disappoint children watching the program, and showing it later tended to put them up at a time parents may have considered too late for their children. Alright, so let's get into this little baby mini-episode. It is entitled, Season 1, Episode 4, Punky Gets Her Own Room. And then later in the week, I will be doing also Season 1, Episode 4, Lost and Found. I'll be, I'll probably release that probably about Friday or so, so right around the weekend. 
Okie dokie. First of all, to start, we have a new intro to the show, which I'm really not a total fan of it. It kind of, you know, it opens the same way with the Chicago backdrop and Punky Brewster font. We have Soleil come in to the hallway of the apartment, so she's credited. But then it turns animated, and it's really clunky, cheap-looking animation. I, Like I said, I, I really don't like it. You know, and I'm happy that this is temporary because it's just atrocious. Even more upsetting is George Gaines doesn't even warrant a credit. But I did look at the other one for Lost and Found, and I believe he does have a, a credit there, which is good. All right, so Soleil comes into the hall. Her Soleil's name comes up, and when she touches the doorknob, everything's animated. When she walks into the apartment, Henry's normal, but then he becomes animated, and Brandon, too. All right, that's enough ranting on this matter. Okay, the episode opens in Henry's apartment with Punky and Sherry rocking out to music, blasting from the stereo. I noticed Brandon's got a new collar with his name spelled out, which is really cute. I'm happy that he's got a collar now. Punky goes over and shuts off the stereo, and Sherry asks where Punky learned to dance like that. Punky says she learned it from Brandon. He does that when he has fleas, and Punky demonstrates by shaking her body back and forth. I I sure hope Brandon doesn't have fleas. That's no laughing matter for Henry. So break out the flea spray and bug bomb. (laughs) All right. Punky has Cherry help fold up the blankets on the couch, which at the moment has become Punky's temporary bed. Punky tells Cherry how she wishes she had her own room, and Cherry tells her, yeah, a bedroom has a bed in it. This is a couch. Punky thinks maybe she could ask Henry for his study, and Punky tells Cherry tells Punky to forget it, that nobody will be able to get Henry to give up that room. Punky says, I'm not nobody. I'm Punky Brewster. Punky goes into Henry's study, and we see him sitting in the chair reading a book. All right, now as I'm looking at this room, it's enormous. It's got two big armchairs, one of which is a recliner that Henry's sitting in. A desk, a long table with a stereo on top playing classical music, and a chessboard set up next to the other empty armchair near the door. Wow, this is the perfect setup for complete relaxation and to unwind after a hard day, or just after a long day. Punky walks over to Henry. He takes off his glasses and asks, what's wrong? She says she's worried about him spending all his time in this stuffy room. She also tells him he should go outside and play in the fresh air. Henry tells her he enjoys being in his study. He's able to read, listen to good music, or even look out the window at his favorite tree. Punky asks, it's fun watching a tree? Henry explains that when he first moved into the building and became the apartment manager, he had his choice of all the apartments. He chose the apartment that he's in because of the room. He says how he really, really loves this room. Punky asks, can she have it? Henry exclaims, what? 
She tells him she's the only kid she knows who doesn't have her own room. Okay, now a little bit backstory on me. For most of my life, I did have my own room, except for when I was seven. For about a year and a half, I lived with uh, my aunt and uncle, and I had to share a room with my cousin. You know, I still had my own room on the weekends when I went to stay with my dad. But Sunday night through Friday night, I shared a room, and let me just say it was an adjustment. You know, I'm living in someone else's house under someone else's rules, and you know, that was hard. When I didn't have... When I didn't have any at home, um, you know, it was messy. I'm still messy. You can ask my husband. <laughs> um, sometimes I even threw my clothes under the bed instead of putting them in the dresser. But, you know, my aunt always found out. She's like, now we need to put things in drawers and closets where they belong. So even though Punky is now living with Henry, it's still his apartment. She really doesn't have anything to call her own yet. Well, except for Brandon. The same thing could be said about me. When I went to live with my aunt and uncle, I didn't really have much with me, so sometimes I'd bring something from home, like, you know, a book or a toy with me when I came back on Sunday nights. Unfortunately, this would just lead to fights between me and my cousins until finally my aunt told me not to bring any more of my stuff from home over anymore. Which, you know, was sad. I just, I wanted something that belonged to me. Something that I could feel comfort from being away. Yeah, I mean, this was six days out of seven days a week that I was staying at someone else's house. I wanted something that was mine. Okay. So. Ooh, where did I leave off? So Henry tells her that she's new to the area and she doesn't know that many children yet. Punky tells him, Brandon loves this room. When he comes in here, when he what? Henry cuts her off. Punky explains that he doesn't actually come in the room. He just peeks his head through the door. I can just hear his little doggy brain say, boy, I sure wish I could go in there. Punky mimics Brandon's would-be voice. Henry, in return, mimics a little voice. And to Brandon, he says, Sorry, off limits. The camera pans over to Brandon laying on the floor, who puts his head on his paws. <laughs> Punky begs Henry to please let her have the room. Henry checks his watch, then lowers his footrest and gets up out of the chair. He tells her, Maybe this could be your room. Punky shouts, Yippee! But, Henry cuts her off her excitement, she asks, but what? Henry explains to her it's going to take more than a day. It'll take a lot of time, money, and effort to change this study into a bedroom. Henry tells her, we don't want to rush into anything, do we? Punky asks, we don't? Henry tells her, no, this is something that has to be thought out and planned, because we want this room to be the best bedroom a little girl could possibly have. Okay, it seems to me either, <laughs> either Henry has no intention of making his study her bedroom or he just wants to prolong this clearly for as long as possible. He takes his camera bag down from the shelf and walks through the doorway. Stepping over Brandon, Punky adds, I just hope I get it while I'm still a little girl. Henry says he'll see her tonight when he gets back from work. I'm going to play 
a small little clip of this. I think it's just so cute. So I will see you after. <laughs> I'm the only kid I know who doesn't have her own room. You're new to the area. You don't know that many children yet. <laughs> Brandon loves this room. When he comes in here, I mean... When he what? Well, he doesn't actually come in. He peeks his head through the door. And I can just hear his little doggy brain saying, Boy, I sure wish I could go in there. Sorry, off limits. Oh, please, Henry. Tell you what, Panky. Maybe this could be your bedroom. Really? Yippee! But. But what? It's going to take more than a day. It's going to take a lot of money, time, and effort to change this study into a bedroom. And we don't want to rush into anything, do we? We don't? No. This is something that has to be carefully thought out and planned. Because we want this room to be the best bedroom that any little girl could possibly have. Cherry walks in and asks how it went and if she got the room. Punky tells her not for Punky tells her not for a real long while because it takes too much time, money, and effort to change it. Oh, Cherry says. Unless, Punky says, and a smile breaks out onto her face. Oh no, Cherry says. I suddenly have a feeling I'm not going to live to see nine. She tells Punky. <laughs> Punky just sits there with a smile on her face. Like, oh boy, this isn't good. She's got an idea. And her ideas eh, can probably get her into a little trouble. But she's she's got a good uh she's got a good heart, so. Alright. Well, Cherry clearly has known Punk uh Henry longer than Punky and knows whatever plan Punky's got in her head. Henry will surely be against. <laughs> the scene flips on itself, and now Punky and Cherry set to changing Henry's study into her bedroom. Punky climbs the, the stepladder and makes a fish face next to the fish on the bookshelf, and Cherry places a book on Henry's from Henry's desk into a box. Punky comes up and shoves all the books off the desk, and they fall into this large cardboard box. Eddie is there, Eddie the handyman is there overseeing their work and he points and laughs. Cherry points and laughs back at him. I don't get it. What are they pointing and laughing? Are they laughing at each other? I'm confused. Okay. <laughs> Eddie uses his plunger to remove a little footstool from the room, which is kind of funny. They remove more boxes out of the room, and Cherry tests out Henry's pipe, and after making a gross face, gross out face, puts it back in its holder. They push the carpet back and lay down, so it's basically a carpet area rug. They push it back, lay down newspaper all over the floor. Brandon comes out of the rolled up carpet, and Punky pats him reassuredly. reassuredly. Then she tests out the pink salmon colored paint by wiping the paint brush across her shirt. I bet this scene of painting Punky's new room was such a blast for these girls to shoot. I bet they had a fun time. They just could just do whatever they wanted because, you know, I'm sure production was just going to paint the, the walls and the set and everything was just going to be how it normally would be. But it was just fun, you know, they get to paint the walls and all that fun stuff. 
<laughs> Eddie's painting the wallpaper. What? That's a maintenance man. Should he know how to paint a room? Shouldn't he? I mean, well, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, it's Eddie. He's kind of goofy. At least he realizes his mistake, but then just decides to go with it. When my husband and I, when we first bought our house, we painted our small little family room. This one little room. And then we decided we weren't going to paint any other rooms. We were like, no, this is just, it, it, it's with two of us. It just, it, it took too long. And it's just, we're, if we honestly, if we ever have to have anything painted, we're just going to hire somebody. Because that's just, uh, we're not, we don't, we're not into that. So Punky adds green paint to the pink paint. Oh, jeez, this is going to be bad. Unless she already used all the pink paint up. But when she dumped that green paint into it, it that little, uh, that pan there, it looked like it still had pink in there. I'm like, ew, that's going to be gross. Uh, so um, Punky tests it out on her shirt and nods approvingly. Brandon looks over at her <laughs> apprehensively from atop some newspapers. I agree with Brandon. Those kids don't know what they're doing. <laughs> okay, so we got three people painting four different colors simultaneously on the wall. And guys, I'm just having fun with this. I know it's all a joke. It's just, it's a fun, most of the episode looks like it's mostly a montage of them just painting this room. So I'm just having fun with this, so. Okay. So. They're painted four different colors simultaneously on the walls. We have sky blue. I'm guessing, these are just my colors. So I'm guessing by what the colors I'm seeing. So sky blue, spring, gra spring grass, canary yellow, and coral pink. Now this will be interesting. Paint's getting all over their clothes, their hair, their skin. Heck, even some dribbled on Brandon. Poor guy. I hope he gets a bath after all this. Punky's painting around an outlet, so, so even Eddie, I think, wouldn't you, you'd have to cover that outlet. That is a, that's a fire hazard. I mean, if paint gets into that, that could start a fire. And honestly, um, those clothes, those clothes, if you get paint on those clothes, good luck getting it out. I mean, last fall, I stained our deck, and I still have, uh, you know, remnants from, you know, the splatters getting on my clothes, and I've washed those. You know, they weren't good pants. They're strictly used for, you know, outside work anyway. But it's like, those stains, they ain't coming out. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, Cherry's up on Eddie's shoulders, and they both have paint rollers and are painting green and reddish-orange paint across the walls. They're just going along the walls of the room, basically, on the inside, of course. And just, um, okay, with Punky, so now Punky's on Eddie's shoulders, and th they manage to paint two lines of color, green and yellow, across the window. Punky walks into the room while Eddie is behind the door on a stepladder, and he falls forward, and his two hands fall into the pan of yellow paint. He places his yellowed palms on either side of his face and does a oh-no face. Next, Brandon is on the stepladder, covered in multicolored dribbles of paint. Cherry's painting the trunk lavender purple, and Eddie's trying to shake his feet free of newspaper, which has probably got paint goo all over it. The camera pans over to Punky as she nods at a job well done. 
So this, all that I've mostly been explaining since they started painting the room, this is all a fun mo montage of them just all, you know, using different colors, and Brandon's walking around, and they're just having a fun, fun time. But once it's all done and everything, and you see the room, it's really, really good. Of course, you know, they didn't do it themselves. There was someone else. Someone else did that room. In the next scene, the room is completely painted and looks stunningly beautiful. There are pictures painted on the walls. Green hills, trees, grazing cows, flowers, a white picket fence, and sun painted. There's a really pretty sun with the sun rays coming down that's painted on the window, which is really cool. And the cherry on the Sunday. It's a yellow brick road leading from the door to Punky's flower cart bed. Now, I don't know about you all, but I think I kind of want her bed. I mean, it's so cool. You just, you get on it, you lay back and it falls back on the, you know, it falls down onto all floors, which is really cool. My husband, of course, said no to that. Punky, Cherry, and Eddie all look around the room, admiring their handiwork. There's even an inner tube bed for Brandon, which I thought was, oh, it's so cute. I mean, he's still a little puppy, and the inner tube is, like, huge. But, I mean, he'll grow into it. You know, this is before, you know, later in the series, spoiler, he, does, he gets a doghouse. So, yeah. Punky tells him, great work, guys. Can you imagine Henry's face when he sees what we've done? Yeah, I can only imagine how he's going to react, to be honest. I remember when I was 10 and my sister had moved out, I took over her room and my dad had bought me a water bed, which is really cool. I had that bed from the time I was like 10 until I was 19. And then when I went back to a regular bed, that was an adjustment big time because I <laughs> I was so cold in a waterbed. You know, you, you have a temperature gauge on the side that you can change the temperature so it's really warm. Although when the power goes out, it's not so great. <laughs> the water's like really cold. Um, but that first night adjusting going back to a regular bed, I was so cold. I wore sweatpants, sweatshirts, socks. I was... That was really hard trying to get used to a regular bed again. But, um, also, I mean, the room was nice. It was, I didn't splash the walls with color or anything, but there was a border of ducks that went around the room, which was kind of cool. I mean, that was, you know, my sister's room before me, so that was left up there. Um, however, when I was 13, I plastered my walls with pictures of teen heartthrobs like Devin Sawa and Leonardo DiCaprio. And a slew of other people. So, the walls did get decorated just in a different way. In the next scene, we see Henry's bewildered expression. Punky asks him, doesn't he like the room? He's like, this room would blind a smurf. He exclaims. That's <laughs> so funny. There are too many colors. He takes off his glasses, his regular reading glasses, and puts on sunglasses. Punky shows off the bed Eddie fixed up for her, an old flower cart. Henry takes off his glasses as she demonstrates what the bed can do as she crawls to the back of the bed and it tilts upright. She pretends to be asleep and then in the morning, she basically shows like, okay, when she wakes up, she'll sit up and the bed will fall, fall forward. This is such a cool bed. 
Henry throws his arms in the air, exasperated. Then he sees a lavender-painted trunk. You painted my antique trunk! Yeah, she says. He says, purple? She said, I thought green was too much. He tells her, this room is too much, and she shouldn't have changed the room. But I thought you'd like it, Punky says. Henry angrily tells her to change it back to exactly the way it was. Okay, I'd be telling Henry it's too late to change it back. It's done. Punky needs to have her own room. She needs a room of her own. I'm honestly surprised that wasn't brought up in court or by Randy. Like, if you're going to have her stay with you, she needs to have a room of her own now, not later. Punky says, okay, as she walks through the doorway and turns, telling Henry how she hoped they could be like a real family and that maybe she be belonged there. She says, but how can I, how can I, if everything in this place belongs to you? I can see how Punky feels like it's not her home, but Henry's. At least with her own things might, her own room, things might feel a little more concrete. Henry tells her to come here. Now, I'm going to tell you this once. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to say it once and only once. She looks at him. He says, you're right. She says, huh? He repeats, you're right. You do need your own place, a room of your own. And when I see how you've taken my study and painted, painted it these bright and colorful colors, why it just makes me want to cry. I'll say this, Henry may be gruff when he talks to Punky. He probably is like that with everyone. But when he sees how it affects Punky, he turns around it around immediately, putting a positive spin on something that took clearly took him by surprise. So I'm going to play the second clip here. And this is just, you know, kind of her saying how, you know, she thought they could be a family and, you know, she could have something that's her own. It's, it's really sweet. I, it's, I love that they're, you know, bonding and everything like that. And she just, he, he realizes that sometimes he's being gruff with her even though he doesn't really realize it until she kind of calls him out on it. So I'll play the clip and I'll see you afterward. Okay. You know, Henry, I was hoping that you and me could be sort of like a real family. I was hoping that I could feel like I belonged here. But how can I? Everything in this whole place belongs to you. Come here, Punky. Now I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to say it once, and only once. You're right. What? You're right, and I'm wrong. You do need your own place, a room of your own. And when I see how you've taken my study and painted it these bright and colorful colors, why, it just makes me want to cry. Are you telling me that I get to keep this room? Yes. She asks Henry, are you telling me I get to keep this room? She asks him tentatively. Yes. He replies gruffly. 
Oh, wow. Wow. Wowie. Wow. Wow. Thanks, Henry, as she embraces him. In the window, we notice Eddie in the tree. He calls out to Henry, and Henry answers in the direction of the hallway. He clearly thinks Eddie's out in the hallway. Eddie tells him he's in the tree, which is outside Punky's window. (laughs) He tells Henry not to blame Punky for the room change. After all, he was a responsible adult. Henry tells him he has to tell him something that is very difficult. And Henry tells Eddie he did a real good job. Oh, wow! Eddie says excitedly, and he falls out of the tree. Oh, God. Henry looks down and calls Eddie's name, who replies back that he's okay. He landed on his head. Oh, boy. Henry pulls himself back into the room and looks at the sun painted on the window and pulls it down the shade, which has a moon and stars painted on it. That is so cool. I think that is really awesome. So that way, it's like it's nighttime, pull the shade down. That way you don't got, you know, light or anything coming in during the night while you're trying to sleep. Punky tells him the spot on the trunk is going to be for him. And she won't let anyone else sit on it. Not even Brandon. He tells her that's very nice. Thank you. As he sits down on the trunk. He tells her, I think right now I'll go roll on into my easy chair and try to unwind. After he gets up, Punky notices the back of Henry's pants. Pant legs have a lavender paint from the trunk, which is still wet. He walks out the door and Punky says, uh-oh, as she starts counting down from five and plugs her ears. When she reaches one, Henry yells her name from the other room. All right, that's the end of the episode. Now for my Brandon Tailwag rating. Now because this was a mini episode, I only gave it three out of five Brandon Tailwags because... Most of it was pretty much a montage of them painting the room. If you'd like to find me on social media, you could find me at Facebook at Punky Power, an unofficial Punky Brewster podcast. On Twitter at Punky Power PB podcast. Instagram, Punky Power PB podcast. Or if you'd like just to shoot me an email, give me suggestions, comments, whatever you like. Or you can tell me about your Punky Brewster memories, and, you know, I'll, I'll read them on the podcast. That email address is punkypowerpbpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you would like to become an official Punky Peep of the Week, there are many ways to do this. Just go to iTunes, you can rate and review the, my podcast, or answer an episode question of the week, which will be returning for Season 1, Episode 6, entitled Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Or even by visiting any of the social media sites I just listed, you can, you know, like them, comment on the posts, you know, whatever you like, and, you know, I'll I'll read it on the show. So, and I'll make you an honorary official Punky Peep of the Week. Have a wonderful weekend, and I'll see you later this week when I review Season 1, Episode 4, Part 2, called Lost and Found. Have a wonderful Tuesday afternoon. Bye.